How about that, everybody? As we get to kick off this Emerald City Hockey post-game live, celebrating a crack and win. Get to have another little dance party, everybody. I mean, that was fantastic. Great 4-2 victory for the Seattle Kraken. Get to get back at the Nashville Predators after that second game of the season when they yeah, they got the better of us. Grubauer is able to get his revenge. Uh, really, really great performance there from the team. A real team performance in this one, really. I mean, up and down the lineup, everybody was rock solid for the Kraken. You're able to pick up another power play goal. Keep that going. Keep Jared McCann going. You were able to keep Brian Dumoulin going with a goal streak. How about that? Didn't think we would say that really at all this year. But Brian Dumoulin is, in fact, on a goal streak. you love to see it. Grubauer, I mentioned him earlier, was able to get revenge against the Predators. Another fantastic game. 943 save percentage. He was just on it, on it through an injury too. Even if, you know, we don't need to talk about how the injury happened, uh, but, but through the injury to his leg, he stayed on it, was able to close out this game. I mean, it was just a great, great performance from Dave Haxtell's team. There's just no way around that. They were able to kick off the month of November, you know, right. And they were able to carry momentum forward from that last game, that Tampa Bay lightning victory, which was something we had all talked about. We wanted them to be able to do this. We wanted them to carry that momentum over just like, you know, a, a golf ball say might carry momentum from the putter down the green and to the hole over at Flatstick Pub, uh, our lovely sponsor for post-game lives for season three. Again, now that the team's back in Seattle for this stint, right now, if you're watching this and you're you're in Seattle, you went to the Kraken game, you can go to their South Lake Union location. You can get a dollar off beer. You can celebrate this awesome win. And hey, you know, set up your phone on the bar, maybe get, get everybody watching post-game live. I, I, it's an idea. I don't know. It seems pretty good to me. Um, so definitely go check out Flatstick pub any of their six locations around the great state of washington got a super chat here from dj singletone the dumo resurrection continues it does i mean brian dublin is really really turned things around uh we're seeing the offense that he has i mean he's just I, he's just doing fantastic the defense has definitely picked up his stick work his ability to defend off the rushes. I mean, we're not seeing nearly the same, you know, issue that he had at the beginning of the season or against the Predators earlier in the season, right? You watch his tape from this game, you watch his tape from that game. It's night and day. It's like a different player. Um, so yeah, it was a it was a slow start for him, but really, I mean, the last five or so games, he's looked he's looked really, really solid. He's been a great addition to the blue line there and just providing some some steady depth. And now the offense is starting to flow too. You can tell he's confident and hey, it's Brian Dumoulin. He's gonna be open kind of back there, right? Defenses aren't going to cheat to try to stop him given who else the Kraken have on the ice. So he's, he's going to make them pay for it. I love to see it. Anytime the blue liners get in on that kind of thing. I, I like it. Uh, light with the super chat. Thank you for the super chat. Haven't been as active so far this season, but always glad to support you lads. Happy. The boys won both the squids and birds are on a win streak. Well, it feels good to say that, doesn't it, Light? Uh, and it, definitely, no worries. Glad to have you around when we can. Um, yeah, they are. I mean, both teams right now, I talked about Ryan Winterton earlier. That tweet did really well. He's on a streak. Uh, Shane Wright's on a streak. This team's on a streak. I mean, everybody is playing so well right now within this Kraken organization. Their ECHL club is 6-0 to start the season, for crying out loud. Uh, the Mavericks are doing great. So everything 
everything that the Seattle Kraken is touching right now, hockey wise, is really working, and it's just been fantastic to see Seth with the super chat fixing the issues from last year gives hope for the postseason. Yeah, well, and it's the continued evolution of how this team kind of operates and and the fact that just like last season, the team started off slow this year, but they're starting to pick up that momentum. They are gaining steam. They are addressing the issues that they have. They take a very proactive approach towards how they view themselves and and they know that they can always be improving there's always something they can be working on uh and so yeah it's it's been great to see that from dave haxtell and the rest of the coaching staff we're seeing we saw it last year how great it worked what it led them to do how they were able to adjust in the postseason two things game by game series to series as they took you know the defending stanley cup champions to seven they took dallas to seven right it was it was a great performance from them and we're seeing that again this year and then yeah the the year over year fixes that you're mentioning seth they're there uh we're we're seeing it all kind of come together now this is what this kraken team can look like and yes it is different they're not going to be scoring eight goals a game or whatever they're going to have to um have some four two three two kind of victories but you know what a w is a w right i think we'd all we'd all take that uh dj singletone with another super chat thank you very much dj singletone um both goalies over 900 save percentage stop the count did you i didn't think i would say that this year or at least not after like the first game from both both guys but yes th that's been part of that change kind of year over year the year over year evolution of this kraken team is one where look they're playing a little bit tighter defense they're letting their goaltenders see more shots that's partly where the save percentage is coming from we talked about it a lot over the offseason right rj was explaining how the defensive approach that the kraken had doesn't give up a ton of shots, right? L at least what they had last year. Doesn't give up a ton, a ton of shots. So then the the one the shots that they do give up are right, like it's off a breakdown or the other team does something fantastic. And it kind of limited what the Kraken's goaltendings, you know, what their goaltender's save percentages could be just because they weren't seeing the volume necessary to kind of artificially inflate the save percentage. I'm not saying that that's what's happening now is that it's artificially inflated. They're making saves. You look at Grubauer tonight, he was tracking the puck so well, like he was so dialed in from the beginning in this one. Um, but the Kraken's defensive system has kind of changed, right? Their PK system has changed and we're seeing the Kraken goaltenders face a lot more shots. We're seeing them face a lot more shots from the perimeter especially in this game i'm sure rj will talk about it he was tweeting about it during the game um, but we're seeing them take a we're seeing them face a lot more low quality shots right that's something that hasn't really been the case for cracking goaltenders before this season and it's allowing them to rack up more saves get the save percentage a little higher make it look a little fatter make it look a little better and uh yeah that's just kind of how the how the thing's been going right now and um I, I love it. I love that, you know, other teams, fan bases aren't going to just look at our goaltenders and assume they're bad because one number, the save percentage was kind of rough because of the system that the team was playing. I kind of like this. Uh, teams are going to know how good our goaltenders are again. Steve Dog with the super chat. Thank you very much. Been following the post games next day, but finally in here live again. Glad to see corrections this season and love a win. Love this community. Love you too, Steve Dog. Thank you for being here. And yes, I had, hadn't seen you in a little while. Glad to have you back for sure. Gregory, the super chat. And you all know what that means. You all know what that means. It's lemon lime Gatorade time, baby. Okay. 
can't take as long as sip when RJ is not here to cover for me. <laughs> Two wins in a row. Let's make it a trifecta on Saturday. That would be something, Gregory. Uh, but there's no reason to think that the Kraken can't. It really feels like right now they're dialed into what their identity for this season needs to be. And that is, again, get the shots that you can, you know, help out your goaltender, hold opposing teams to low quality shots, be a more defensive team, right? You're not going to be able to rely on having, you know, five guys on your roster have career high shooting percentages, right? You're going to need to get the goals as they come. You're going to need to manufacture some goals, something the Kraken didn't always have to do last year. And you're going to need to play defense and you're going to need your goaltenders to step up. And that's what the Kraken have kind of landed on here. And we've really seen that through the, that last road trip. We're seeing it now here. There's no reason that's that can't continue. I really kind of think this team has always been more built for that anyway. Last season was just kind of like this wild roller coaster with a lot more ups and downs. Um, this still feels more so like what the identity of this team kind of has to be for sustained success. So it's really nice to see them. Uh, start having some sustained success while doing it. It's it's been it's been pretty good. Uh, Coop starting us off. What a phenomenal game all around. Hackstall actually smiling. Grubauer playing out of his mind. What a feeling. I was gonna say, you know, it's a good game when Coop is this hyped up. Everybody, you know that. You know, you know, I'm just teasing you, Coop. Uh, but yeah, it was a phenomenal game. I mean, everything about this was fantastic. B with the Groo. He did so well. Hell yeah! What a great game. He did. I mean, Groo was fantastic in this one he, he stood down the predators like i said to hang in there to close out the game after the leg was obviously bothering him it wasn't at 100 percent. that's it's a big deal right like that's a really really big deal not just for it's it's a big deal for himself he knows he can do it it's got it's gonna totally help him build up some confidence it's a big deal for the team you know you can trust your guy and net right all over again when you see something like that you know the guys were gonna play a little bit harder for him too because like if he's toughing it out i can tough it out all that kind of stuff it was it was really cool to see from him. Coop, I wanted a Maddie B empty netter so badly just to get him off the goose egg. That would have been nice. Not gonna lie, that would have been nice. But you know, it the W is a W, and that's what matters. Lindsay, God, I love Jared McCann. Getting his jersey as soon as he signed his five year extension was one of the best decisions I ever made. Really was. I mean, Jared McCann is an absolute stud. There's no way around that. Um, what's crazy is, well, I'd have to recheck it, but. I mean, he's he's got six goals now through 11 games. He's completely, you know, just staying the course from his 40-goal campaign last year, just keeping it rolling. This is just who he is, right? Uh, the, all that talk of the Kraken need a finisher, well, he, he heard it, and he's obviously putting up the numbers to let everybody know that the Kraken do have a finisher, and it's him. And the best thing is that we've seen, you know, so many of the goals he's scored this year, as Afra's trying to dig in her bed, uh, so many of the goals he scored this year have been clutch, right? It's been overtime goals. It's been goals to tie up games late, all that kind of stuff. Like he's just, he's just phenomenal. There's no way around it. And yes, that extension looks better by the day. Oh my gosh. And next year, the cap's going to go up. It's going to make that contract arguably the biggest steal in all of the NHL. Like no question for, for at least somebody not on a rookie contract. Um, Sarah, things are starting to look pretty good. Definitely, definitely. Greg, what's up, boys? OG member here, but first chat of the year for me. Great effort all around tonight. Well, except McCann's salmon toss. Three stars, Gru, Bjorki, and Dunn. Those are great stars there, Greg. I need to know what's up with McCann's salmon toss. What did I miss? 
what 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 happened oh my goodness i'm gonna have to go to twitter i guess to find out i'm assuming it must not have been that great uh but uh that is some fun stuff well hello um habak kraken scared me in some moments but i remember our goalie is the goat definitely grubauer had everybody's back in this one for sure brian we're streaking in the quad let's go we're gonna have to get rj to do that when he joins us a little bit later on um justin grew for a star let's go definitely had to doomlin and mccann got third and second in case it hasn't been mentioned just got in thank you justin hadn't been so thank you for that uh hockey fork super fun fact both crack and goaltenders are above 900 for the season it's definitely been good to see um lots of good stuff here great win the oilers lost again the sharks are down eight to nothing zero wins and only one point in overtime lost yikes from pablo yeah sharks are a mess and you know i'm not, definitely not gonna cry any tears about the oilers going down again uh christian first non-blood pressure rising win first back-to-back -back win well deserved first win for grubauer and a bunch of happy kraken boys party on ruby did get that um that uh the, the win last games but yes i mean it's it's great oh don't don't bring up blood pressure to me either oh, oh. I'm dealing with that again uh daniel seems like we found the right way to play a third period with a lead okay who else got nervous when Dunn scored to make it a two goal lead because, Oh boy, I was just like, why, why did you have to do that? We were fine. We had a one goal lead. Everything is fine. Uh, but you know what? Here you go. Kraken able to kind of slay that demon in this one as well, right? They had a two goal lead. They didn't lose the two goal lead. That's a big deal for them considering the previous week that they had <laughs> that. Right. So I think we're good. Bahrain, bring on November. Yes, we are in November. We are perfect in November so far. We will see if this team this year is the same as last year where they, they can, you know, kind of dominate one month, maybe take a step back the next, dominate, take a step back. We're going to see what they have in store for us this November. Like I said, already starting off really solid. Got a super chat here. Let me go from absurdly say, give my girl a treat. Yes, I know. She's sitting here like a good girl. She's waiting for it. Yes, you know Absurdly Sane's got your back. Oh, Bahrain, I see this down here too. How is this the most relaxing win they've had all year? I mean, because like I said, it, it really feels like they've found their identity and their identity is, hey, let's let's be defensively responsible. Let's focus on that. Let's pass the puck in the offensive zone, try to generate some chances with some east-west play. That's been really fun to see from the Kraken this last little bit. So, yeah, I, I just think they've found their identity, and now we're going to see them kind of control games. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Yes, they're cool. Good, yummy stuff. Yes, it is. Oh, you've got to always eat it with your back to the camera. Why? Um, let's see here. Oh, he's McCann threw the salmon backwards. Well, that'll do it. That will uh, do it. I will I will agree with that. That's a rough one. Uh, Rayanne with the super chat here. This win feels good. Really good. It really does, Rayanne. Thank you for the super chat. Yeah, it's, I mean, again, Kraken, they're, they're back on it, right? We're getting a little bit of a streak going. The team has seemed to find itself. We're getting 
goals. Basically, that's that's it. Forget everything else I've said. The team is scoring again, and that's fun, right? <laughs> we're all just on board because we're getting to see goals from everybody. You get to see that beautiful kind of seeing eye puck play from Oliver Bjorkstrand taking that shot from well out, but just placing it perfectly so that it was going to find its way past Saros and that top far corner there you get jared mccann just doing what jared mccann does it's always fun to watch someone great at work that dumoulin goal was just a lot of fun because again i mean dumoulin gets time and space nobody's expecting that from him and then you get the great call from forsland and then vince dunn just you know big time slapper right like those are just fun you don't see them too much anymore in the in today's nhl but you saw one from vince dunn tonight and it went in and it was just awesome it was just a bomb oh i love it oh it was good good stuff uh let's see here edward kraken are undefeated this season when scoring three or more goals i i'm telling you that's the that's their thing if they can get three goals this year the defense and especially the goaltending both joey and grubauer they are playing well enough that they can win three you know if they get three goals in support i i really gonna stick by that uh, for a while, I'll stick by that one from them. Um, let's see, Jake, that hit by Schwartz, hit followed by the scoring chance. He's having such a great season. He really is. The, I think the only negative I could say about Jaden Schwartz in this one was when he had that uh, two-on-one with Eberly. need to just shoot that. The defenseman was already dropping down to take away the passing lane. Just feel it. Go for it. Go for the shot. You know what I mean? Just, just get it done. You got this. Uh, Rebecca pointing out, yeah, this is... Okay, everybody, listen up. This is probably the most impressive streak that the Kraken have going right now, and that is, as Rebecca's pointing out, the Hackstall smile streak, right? I We're getting that emotion from Hackstall. We're getting the smiles. He's celebrating right after us. Good stuff. Look at that. That's a smile from Afra right there. That's about as – what if I do this? Will you look at the camera if I pose that there? Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i oh i love to see him smile he's got a good smile he does today it was a little bit more of that like knowing smirk right uh i thought that was cool uh let's see how many goals do you think jared mccann will score this season from Lindsay at 40 right i mean he's got six and 11 so you know 45 maybe i guess is around what that pace would be on i'm sure somebody will correct me and tell me that's like 43 point five two or something but I, I think you know 40 to 45 based on how he's playing there's no reason he can't hit that especially because he's scoring these all over the lineup right it's not like oh he's just playing with maddie and they've got this connection and maybe that cools off at some point this year i think he scored he scored at least one goal probably two goals with every line he's played with this year whether it was with maddie and Eberly, whether it was on that second line or whether it's now playing down there with uh, Yanni Gord. I mean, he's just getting it done regardless of how much ice time he gets, regardless of who he's playing with. Jared McCann just scores. That's that's what he does. Uh, B, that no call on the hit on Dunn still makes me mad. It looked like it really could have been dangerous, and they're lucky he was okay. Yeah, anytime you get a high hit like that, especially along the boards, into the glass, guy really kind of finishing through on his hit in that situation, it's no good, right? It's not good. Um, thankfully, Dunn was okay. He was obviously hot with the with the refs not uh, making that call either. But it was, you know, everything ended up working out. But I, I'm with you, B. It wasn't it wasn't good. Nobody wants to see that. 
Uh, Coop, so is it safe to say we're happy with these line changes? Two games with these lines and two big wins. I'd say so, and we're getting that depth of scoring, right? We're seeing different lines out there for these goals. We're getting different looks. That's what the Kraken needed. They needed goals, right? Like I was just saying, we're, we're just happy they're scoring goals. They needed goals. They're getting goals from these lines. And they're getting the depth scoring back, right? Before that, they were just getting a goal here, a goal there. This line would show up. That line would show up. Now you're starting to get that depth back again, and that was something that they really, really needed. Um, as Afra asks for the Gatorade. You can't have a full Gatorade, Afra. That's too much for you. Uh, let's see. Uh, go check yourself. Happy we didn't roll over with a lead. Happy Grubauer didn't get injured from that trip. Happy we win when we score goals. Uncommon crack in goaltending W. I This year, it's a very common thing. I'm going to push back a little bit there. Uh, what did everybody think about that Grubauer tripping call, right? That is not something you see very often in the NHL. You see a goaltender kind of go for it. I'm okay with the call personally. I do think he kind of stuck his leg out. I, you could make the argument that he was kind of going for the puck there, but go, do a poke check in that situation, right? I mean, he is... He's a mile and a half out of his crease. I, I don't know that you could use the argument that he was just trying to make a save either. Um, I, I'm kind of okay with that. And you know what? Besides just the fact that he took a penalty, it's a dangerous play for him, right? To be in butterfly. It's a very awkward position for the human body to be in to begin with. To then also kind of stick your leg out there, kind of have contact. He's really lucky he avoided an injury on that one. I'm just going to say it. Uh, Lindsay Kraken are also undefeated on John Forslund bobblehead night food for thought really was it Forslund bobblehead night between Twitter and the root sports broadcast I had no idea I'm just kidding I'm teasing but yeah I mean it's a fantastic giveaway so cool that they did that so cool that it talks everybody gets to take a little John Forslund home and get to hear him I think that's so cool um let's see uh, turns out faceoffs are pretty important when you're best when you're the best five on five team from Kyle. Yeah, and you know the faceoffs this year have been a little up and down for the Kraken. I on a whole still better than last year, and that's where they needed to improve. And as Varain pointed out, I believe uh, in the comment section of one of these videos the next day, if I'm getting this right, maybe it was on Discord. Uh, their faceoffs on specifically power plays, and I believe also the PK have greatly improved. So they're getting those special team face-off wins that were just impossible for them last year. And so definitely want to give a shout out to that as well. Who's you did the most fish? That's a good question, Christian. I don't know off the top of my head. That's going to, that's going to require a little bit more of a deep dive. Um, I, I'm sure somebody has kept track that we could ask. Uh, if I mean, if somebody in the community has, feel free to go ahead and put it in. But um, I'm sure RJ and I could find the person to ask uh, within, you know, the organization or something like that. Becca, Joey and Grubauer are a super tandem. They're both playing well and making each other better. They are. I mean, this is this is exactly what you want to have. This is the ideal. You have two goaltenders you can trust, two goaltenders who understand what kind of game is going to be played in front of them, who can respond to that, respond to when things don't go right. Um, and, and to be honest, I also feel like this is the first time Grubauer's had a goaltending partner who plays a similar style to him. Right. So they're probably able to share tips and tricks with each other when they're working with uh, Steve Briere, the goaltending coach that, you know, they can take those same lessons away from him. Right. He's not having to kind of change things based on who he's talking to. He can just kind of talk to Joey and Grubauer. Uh, the same way, because they're both goaltenders that get by based on their rock solid positioning and their puck tracking. 
right? That's how these guys make their bread and butter. Whereas in years past, Grubauer's had to share the crease with somebody like a Chris Drieger, which is a very much more reactionary goal, reactionary save goaltender. Uh, he's just kind of moving all over the place, more athletic with what he's doing and how he wants to play the position. He's going to be a lot more aggressive to come out and challenge things. And Martin Jones, to an extent, is a little bit more that way. Yes, he's also kind of like a play in his crease, kind of maybe plays a little too far in his crease, a little deep in his crease. Um, but he's, you know, he's more so just like, I'm going to be big and in the way, right? I feel like this is the first time they've had goaltenders where both both matches, both guys in the tandem are just really similar and they're able to play the same style and help each other out with that. And I think that's important. Uh, leave it to Wenberg to not be able to score a goal in an empty net situation. Lol from Lindsay. I wanted that one too. I'm not going to lie. That would have been fun, uh, for everybody. I'm sure Mason, I understand that they were up two goals, but those power plays in the third period were hard to watch. I will agree with you all day on that. Mason, there were times when I would look up and it was just like, Oh, it's Nashville on a rush. Oh, it's Nashville on a rush. And I was just like, like, if you literally, if you did not know better, if you just turned on the game or if you had walked into the room, you would have thought Nashville had those power plays. <laughs> those were not Kraken power plays. But hey, that's what the Kraken power play does, right? We're just used to it at this point. I mean, we're not complacent. We talk about it, right? We we call it out, but we're used to it. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, everybody talking about that Wenberg moment. Jessica, that was the most Wenberg thing that Wenberg just about. Yes. Um, Dublin's still on pace to outscore Maddie this year. Yes, he is. Uh, yes, he is. I still don't think it's going to land. That's that. I don't think it'll last us that long. Um, Daryl, back to even feeling better. Thanks for the content in the off season. You're very welcome, Daryl. And Gru definitely deserves lots of Gru's tonight uh patrick oh i hope some people saw this already before i got to it but let's go anyone want to meet up somewhere so yeah everybody hit a patrick um go go celebrate this win maybe a flat stick just saying uh <laughs> talking about the the mccann thing here uh bahrain it would be nice for both sides of special teams to be good at the same time i'm begging the pk to clear the puck occasionally but overall a good game yeah i i'm with you there uh we, you know, we talked about this during the offseason, right? One of the ways the Kraken were going to have to move away from the fact that they had so many guys shooting at such a high percentage last year. The team itself was shooting at a high percentage. They got those weird, just so many weird games where they would just get goals in bunches and be able to win it. One of the ways that they were going to have to kind of find, find a more sustainable form of success, the way that they were going to not kind of regress hard in the standings this year was they were going to have to improve on special teams. And as you point out, they have, it's just been kind of separate from each other through most of the year. I know I talked about those last two power plays. We're not great in the third period in this one, but the first ones were right. You get a goal from um, Oliver Bjorkstrand on the power play, right? Can it kind of continue that momentum that the power play has had for that last road trip? They really developed it there and it's kind of kept it rolling. Um, but the PK, I don't know what happened to that because that thing was like the the thing for the Kraken through their first four games. I mean, they were perfect. Everything was rolling. They were playing the box. Everything was fine. They they look really bad. I talked about it, I think, last time. I think I talked about it on the deep dive, too. They are just way too passive right now. The PK unit is so passive. They do not come out and challenge shooters on the perimeter, right? They don't 
come in. They need to get in passing lanes. That's the bottom line. They're so afraid to give up a pass to the bumper. They're keeping all four guys so tied in that you're seeing plays like the Roman Yossi goal tonight, right? On the power play for Nashville, where that's that's a really easy pass for Nashville to make. It's going to be a really tough save for Philip Grubauer. He's got to really come across his crease and react to a shot after it's been taken. It's a bomb of a shot because the guy's been able to completely set up and wait for it. He hasn't had to worry about that pass getting disrupted at all. He doesn't have to rush his shooting motion. He can get all of it in there. He can place it perfectly. I mean, it was a perfectly placed shot. And we saw this going back to the Detroit game. I mean, Shane Gostas-Bear, he got a goal. Very similar manner, right? They're just able to kind of pass the puck around those three players up top in that 1-3-1 that everybody plays. And they were just able to pass the puck around. And the Kraken did nothing to get in those passing lanes. And we just saw the PK unit get picked apart. And we saw that again tonight. So, again, I'm begging the two forwards on the Kraken PK step up a little, step up a little, force that guy in the bumper spot to beat you, but take away those passes to the outside where these guys are just, they're getting you. If you have anybody with a good slap shot that can aim it, right? Just get it right over the pad, but below the glove, just like we saw tonight with Yossi, you can beat the crack and the penalty kill right now, right? Because we're seeing it happen a lot. So that is something the Kraken need to work on. And the bottom line is it's an easy thing to work on. Like they should be able to do that. Um, let's see here. Stratic, I think four is enough of a selection to ask, what was your favorite Kraken goal tonight? Um, well, I, I kind of said it earlier. I really love that Vince Dunn goal just because it's just like an old time slap shot, right? Yes, you get you get the assist from Forsberg because it kind of ramps up off his stick and it goes in. Um, but I will also say that Bjorkstrand goal was pretty right? Just the turn and shoot kind of from far out, kind of almost at the point, And it just finds itself perfectly the way it kind of hit the corner of the post crossbar and bounced in with just that weird little like kunk was really interesting and fun too. Like it wasn't a ping. It wasn't a ting. It was just kind of like a kunk and it, and it flopped in. I, that was just fun. I, I think that's fun and you got to go with it. Uh, super chat here from Elizabeth. Thank you very much for the super chat. Really, really appreciate it, Elizabeth. Love the aggressive play in the third. Felt like they actually responded to the physicality that Nashville brought. Even Schwartz checking on the boards grews my vote for the hat. I agree with you. I think Grubauer is kind of, he's got to get the hat in this one. I don't think the goaltenders had it yet this year. I think I think Grubauer deserves it for sure. The aggressive play, yes. I mean, it wasn't an overly physical game in this one, which is it's still kind of weird for me to watch a Nashville Predators team that doesn't try to get like 35 hits a night and the whole Smashville effect that they had for, for so long uh, back in the day. Um, so you look at it, and on the box score, you're seeing like 17 to 14 hits in favor of Nashville. But it was, it was much more of that, like, who's going to win the physical battle here, right? Who's going to win the board battle? Who's going to win the battle net front? Who's going to win the battle in the slot? And you really had to see guys dig in get low lower their center of gravity use their thighs use their quads all that kind of stuff right and really just out leverage each other and it was just kind of like this fun you know look at like hey okay if you're coaching like youth hockey this is a game that you would point to and say look at how these guys are playing look at how they're battling for body position 
right? That's what you have to do to gain leverage on a guy, particularly if you're smaller, right? It is a really good teaching example. And it was one where the Kraken were able to win a lot of those kind of contested moments, right? That That's like, that's, that's something that they haven't always been able to do. And so, yes, I totally agree with you, Elizabeth. I, I love that. Uh, the physicality, how they responded to that Nashville physicality by, by basically matching it, right? They matched it in a different way. They weren't going around just laying guys out. They, they went in and they just said, okay, we're just going to be physically stronger than you. And that's something that we haven't seen too much from the Kraken in the past. And yeah, the aggressiveness. I mean, they were aggressive five on five. They weren't so aggressive on those two power plays like we talked about, but they were definitely aggressive the rest of the time. Uh, love to see that. Tammy with the super chat, waiting for the bus at CPA. Nine game, nine game curse broken. Congrats, Tammy. Very, very happy for you. That must have been a brutal stretch. Um, it's tough it's really tough when stuff like that happens glad you got to see the w though that is that is really really fun hope you had a great time at the game all right let's see here uh coop can we talk about how nice it is to score a response goal ourselves for once what a feeling being on the other end is so much nicer yeah it's it it does feel nice, right? And what a call from Forsland too, with the pick up the phone and everything. Like it was really really solid, and it, it is. There's there's something so like there's that element of surprise almost to it, right? Because you're still like processing what just happened with the goal against. Maybe you're thinking about it. I, certainly, us on the media side, we're having to send out a tweet about it and kind of break it down. If you're a fan in the building, you're you're just kind of in that like lull or that little dip in emotion where you're just like, ah, oh, right. And then when you're able to get a goal that fast, I mean, how fast was that? Cause that was really, really fast. You're talking. Yeah. Less around 20 seconds. Uh, when you're able to get a goal that fast after that, right. It just takes you right to the moon. Like it's great. Uh, the, the excitement, the energy, you saw that you heard that through the broadcast from CPA. I'm sure those of you who were at the game got to experience that firsthand. It there's just nothing else like it. It's so cool and it's so great that we're on this side of it, right? We're no longer on the receiving end of the response goals. We're the ones doing it and that's really really fun. Habak, when do we talk about the Sharks game going on right now? It's not even funny, it's just sad. Yeah, well, you got a team that's not trying to win against a team that's trying to win and is trying to make up for all the losing that they've had for half a decade to a decade in Vancouver, right? Vancouver, they've had the pieces. They're finally starting to put it together. Um, yeah, it's it's a tough one. But I don't, I mean, I don't want to celebrate the, I don't want to talk about Vancouver scoring 10. I don't know. Sorry. Uh, striatic. I want the Sharks to win at some point for their fans. Just please don't let their first win be versus the Kraken. I mean, they'd have to make it to the end of the month still without a win, which to be honest, looking at this team is possible. Um, yeah, they'll, they're, you know, they'll get what they get uh, at some point here. Uh, William, I won cash on the crack in the last three games. I did take two and a half last Saturday. I lose when I bet on my other team, the avalanche. Well then just keep betting on the crack. And that's, that's what it sounds like is your, your recipe for success there. All right. The time has come. RJ is, is here to join us. RJ, how's it going? I got to imagine things were pretty good as the Kraken kept things rolling, picking up another win here. Oh yeah. This was a fun game to go to and, uh, just, Great atmosphere in the locker room after the game, too. Fun talking to the players. Some uh, some interesting things to talk about, some positive things, some quirky things uh, to talk to them about as well uh, with some weird 
interesting, fun moments in this game. Uh, I'll start with uh, Brian Dumlin. So did, did you know this, Dylan? I think the Kraken PR actually tweeted it. I had it ready to ask him before that, though. This is the first uh, multi, uh, game, goal streak of his career. First time in his whole career he's had game wow. goals consecutive games. So good, good for him. him. He scored yeah. some big goals. I mean, you've been in the building for some of those, you know, in, including a Stanley Cup clinching game. Um, but, you know, he kind of deflected from the individual accolades and said just it's great, you know, as a team, of course, uh, to get that big goal in that moment. He kind of uh, talked us through the play also. He said one thing that they knew from their scouting report was that the Preds will kind of back off. They'll give you a little bit extra time at the point. So he knew he had some time to kind of make that stutter step move and to find a lane for himself. And again, that's just a smart veteran player using a pre-scout to his advantage there as he gets the puck, knows he doesn't have to hurry it and can, you know, take his time, open up a shooting lane. Of course, praise Ty Cartier for being right there net front. What a screen. I mean, there's no way Saros could track that puck on the goal. Uh, then we talked to Philip Grubauer. And, uh, you know, I mentioned kind of quirky things. This was actually the second penalty of his career uh, he took tonight. Um, so, you know, kind of enjoyed asking him about that. He wasn't, you know, aware of that. Of course, I didn't expect him to keep track. I did tell him afterward. He's, he, I said, that was the second penalty of your career. Our last one was in 2016. He's like, oh, good. Then I've got a few more years till my next one, uh, you know, at this pace. So, you know, good comment from him. I mean, he was, he was feeling good, too. He was asked if on that play he maybe kind of tried to go down a little bit, get some sympathy from the refs on that call. He said, wouldn't you like to know with a big smile on his face. So, you know, just he was enjoying things. I am so glad you asked that because I thought the same thing. When I watched it live, I was kind of like, he he kind of popped up and then he went down and I was like, okay. Yep. Um, but you know what? It still, it adds to the narrative and everything, right? Like he battled through the injury and everything. And I do think that that is a dangerous kind of spot for a goaltender to be in, right? You extend your leg out and there's contact there. That's not, you know, great when you're down in butterfly. Legs and knees aren't supposed to bend that way is the bottom no, line. No, and his arm kind of got clipped too. It looked like he might have been mm-hmm. holding that a little bit too. I was worried for him, but certainly on that PK right after, I mean, you came up huge there. Right. Now, I got to say, I, had, had, I'm surprised he wouldn't have tracked the fact that he only had one career penalty before. You'd think you'd remember the one, right? I mean, it was like seven years ago. You know, I don't necessarily expect him to remember that. But uh, yeah, it was... I, I looked it up, of course, so I had it ready. It was January 10th, 2016, when he was with the Washington Capitals. He took a hooking penalty in a 7-1 to win against the Ottawa Senators. So, I don't know. you know. <laughs> but it was funny, though. I, I like his, his take, too, about the penalty itself. And, yeah, of course, you know, you want to kill them all. But he said, I put my teammates in a position that I really didn't have to put them in. And mm-hmm. so, you know, it was important to get that penalty kill. He also said, you know, sometimes it's kind of weird not going to the box. As a goalie, when you take a penalty, he's like, I don't know. It just felt kind of weird not going to the penalty box. So love that from Groove. Wow, that was, that's fantastic. This is why I joined you after the game, you know? Yes, yes, that is so good. Um, also, on the Dumoulin front, because you talked about that, that's really interesting to hear that about the um, kind of advanced scouting that they did because that's one of the things that I talked about around that goal and around the fact that he is on this goal streak is the fact that, you know, Nobody's expecting Brian Dumoulin to be the guy that's going to come and beat you, right? That's going to walk in and score. That if you give time and space, he's going to pull something out of his bag of tricks and and get one past you. And so it was really kind of fascinating. I'm glad that he kind of brought that up because, yeah, that's that's what we were picking up too. And it's something that I think Ron Francis looks for in any defenseman he's going to acquire. Someone that if you do put them in that spot in that moment, 
they're capable of it. We've seen it from Jamie Alexiak, from Will yeah. Borden, from everybody yeah. on this blue line. They can do it if they have the opportunity. So what you're saying is um, Ron Francis likes to f- go out and identify defensemen that can score when given time and space, collect this great group of guys, and then just never have them in the shootout where they would shine. Yeah, well, I don't think the shootout thing is his call. Again, we got to get that word into Hackstall that the, the shootout lineup needs to be all defensemen. Yeah, they need to get together, do some sort of poker game or something and bet on that. Right. You got to yeah. put the defenseman in the shootout. This is why I bring them in. <laughs> you know, I think they need to advocate for themselves a little bit more, too, because because, you know, we talked with Lars mm-hmm. about that. And he's like, yeah, I'm not going to push for that. It's fine or whatever. You know, the, the guys kind of back off on it. I mean, Borgen really is like, I didn't think I'm that good. I just kind of copy what all the all the good players do. Right. Um, I think they need to believe in themselves a little bit more. Yeah, I uh, got a super chat here from CR Bud. Been away, but I am back with a vengeance. Time to get all the Kraken Pistons firing. Good to see you all. Good to see you, CR Bud. Thanks for coming back, and thanks for the super chat. It has been a little while. Um, what was your favorite goal of the night, RJ? Because Stratic asked me earlier, I want to ask you. Ooh, okay. I think it's got to be the uh, the Jared McCann goal for me. And and not even because anything McCann did, just Yanni Gord. We've talked about this the last few post games and kind of debating whether he's you know fallen off a little bit from what we usually expect from him. But one thing we've seen, both of us, is that he just disrupts plays in the D zone. And that's absolutely what he did on that goal. He There was a one-timer being set up from the Preds, could be a potentially dangerous chance. Yanni Gord reads that, gets in the way of it, and is able to turn it up ice super quickly and just delivers that perfect pass across to McCann. I mean, that looks like some of the chemistry that they had killing penalties, right? When you get an odd mm-hmm. man rush the other way, you get the yeah. two-on-one, you get the perfect pass across. That's why that one was my favorite. Yeah, that one was a good one, too. I, I Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I like, one one. I like that one from Bjorkstrand, right? Like, it just kind of, the way he turns, he fires it, it lands perfectly. Mm-hmm. The weird thunk sound that it makes as it kind of awkwardly hits that corner and flops down. I, I that one had like eyes. That. that was a beautiful shot. It was really, really cool, uh, especially getting to see all the different angles. Bahrain, are they good against Saros because their net front guys are actually tall enough to screen him? you know what i hadn't thought about that it's an interesting theory i like that theory i will say this right unlike last game against the predators and we talked about this because that was our live commentary game from last month um they they weren't sticking yanni gord and yamamoto in front of saros this time right it was guys like ty cartier guys who were actually taller because we i've been joked about that last time you you got one guy on your roster smaller than this one and this goaltender and you pick him to screen him (laughs) What was that? Right. So that that's you that is how they did it. There he is. That is that is what they did. Jay pointing out the blue line package is now two and two. Everybody, it's good All stuff right. there. Good stuff there for the blue line package. Jay also reminding everybody to lo- give the stream a like as always. Love it, Jay. Thank you very much. Um, was talking about the PK a little bit earlier, RJ. Kind of what they need to do. They're playing passive again still giving up those passes right you give up that pass to roman yossi he's got all time all the time in the world to set up that shot perfectly can't allow that to happen both uh rebecca and Lindsay here talking about it rebecca saying we missed tanev on the pk for sure Lindsay asking do you think brandon tanev returning will help the pk at all yeah i think it will i they really do miss him there and i think they were able to get by for a little bit but just how fast he gets on players who have the puck, the pressure he's able to provide, the active stick that we don't always notice a ton, but it's it's certainly there. Something that power uh, power play players have to contend with 
when Tanev's mm-hmm. out there, I really do think they miss him. And, uh, you know, I think Dumoulin was asked about the PK and, you know, pointed out, yeah, they need to be better allowing two goals, you know, power play goals. But he did kind of point out the timely PK at the end of the second period just to make sure you get that one. And, and you can't give up another power play goal at that point. So he was, a, you know, that, that was a big one for them. He did point that one out. So at least they got one when they needed it. But, yeah, it still needs to improve. Definitely. Uh, Mason Tolvi wanted a goal so bad tonight. I will throw it. Adam Larson wanted a goal really bad tonight. Let me see how many shots he had. He had three shots, but boy, RJ, that one sequence where he was, he was following it all the way to the net front. Like he was just I not going to be denied. <laughs> I know I was watching that. I'm like, Oh, here we go. That's a Lars play. And then I, I did after that sequence, I, I turned to the guy next to it. I'm just like, you know what? He is he is saving that. He's saving the goals, the finishing the points for when Dylan's here later in the month. You know, he can't get it all out of the way early. Hope so. Hope so. Um, all forwards with the hat so far this year. Yeah. Do you know who got the hat today? Oh, I don't. I didn't look for it. You know, I usually I'll do a little scan of the locker room. This time it was all just so kind of crowded getting in there um, right away. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know who got the hat. Um, Daniel asking, why is Dumoulin on the PK when, pen- when the penalty is not on Alexiak? Um, I mean, it's usually what for the PK it's, uh, Lars and Alexiak as the first D pair. And then yeah, Dumoulin, uh, would make sense on that second one. And with then maybe Oregon. Oregon. Yeah. 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 I, 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 I think it's okay. Back. Yeah. Um, let's see, Lindsay breaking news. The Sharks scored a goal. Start planning the parade. Wow. <laughs> it's been a rough one out there, RJ. Yeah. I, um, I saw eight, nothing after two. Yes. Uh, besides the hat, the other thing that everybody was talking about after this one was uh, Jared McCann's yeeting of the fish. Did you see that by chance? No, I missed it. I was headed down already. What happened? Uh, he threw it backwards somehow. Like it, it went backwards. So I, that's all I know is that somehow he accidentally oh, sent it that? backwards. So we're going to need to try to find that one uh, when we can yeah. get an update. Looks like Gru got the hat tonight, according to Circling well Seattle deserved. Sports. So there we go. All right. Thank you. He's, he's right over there. I noticed, yeah, I noticed that. Uh, Lindsay, RJ made a good career choice, deciding to be media for the Kraken instead of his old favorite team, the Sharks. Well, yeah, yes. I agree. Yeah. Could you imagine Dylan doing post-game lives for the Sharks? I would season? not be doing this with you Yeah, I know. You <laughs> would have failed for sure. Oh, man. Uh, all of a sudden, minimum wage retail doesn't sound so bad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I don't see any reason why Gru was trying to trip that guy. It seemed like a lame call, no pun intended, uh, from D Mears. Uh, I'm kind of like I, I'm kind of iffy on this one, RJ. Like he I was, think it was well right, out of his crease. Stick, he was well out of his crease. He stuck his leg out. Like it, it's a trip. I mean, you know, no no ill intent, but it's it's a trip. Yeah, uh, Cameron with the super chat. Thank you very much, Cameron. Big win tonight. Love you, RJ and Dylan. Dylan, are you coming out for some Kraken games in person? Yes, definitely coming up. Uh, the plan right now is for me to come up Thanksgiving week. So I'm going to be up there. I'll be basically we're going to roll reverse. I'm going to be there at the games uh, doing all that stuff. RJ will be somewhere, uh, presumably near family for the holiday. Yep. And uh, and he'll be doing that. So we'll, we'll be able to do that. And then also, and this is something I have to actually talk about with RJ when this is over, trying to get out there for the Arizona game next week. So want to do that and then hit the Firebirds game the next night on the way back. I think that's going to be a great road trip. So looking forward to that. But yes, definitely later this month, we'll put out stuff. We'll try to do a meetup with everybody. It should be a lot of fun. Edward asking, did RJ get a haircut? Looks good. 
Oh, thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, I got a haircut actually right before the game. I get my haircut like a block down from the arena. So I just went from there straight to the game. Yep. Perfect stuff. Uh, Al, missing Yamamoto and Edmondson. My Oilers are two and six. Please send help. I hope you don't mind, but no. No, not going to send help. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that you'll find a ton of sympathy here. Uh, just going just gonna to say that. We'll give you whatever help you want in exchange for Connor <laughs> McDavid and or Leon Dreisaitl. <laughs> exactly. Balls um, in your court. Yep. I know Pablo pointed out Calgary's two and seven. They need help too. Yeah. They, I, Kraken's a, next opponent. Yep. We're going to get to see them uh, on Saturday. So that, that's hopefully they'll still need help. Um yeah, tough times in Alberta. Uh, let's see, Sari uh, talking about the McCann yeet. He threw it back onto the ice and then had to throw it again. And that might be the first I've seen time. That a couple times. No, oh, it I've has. seen that. Well, they they haven't cleared the glass. They didn't throw it backwards, but they didn't get it over the glass. And they had to kind of grab it again and toss it over. I've seen yeah. that before. It happens. You know what? Jared McCann, he's got that wicked wrister, right, RJ? His forearm strength has got to be insane. So you know that, like, he must have, like, a death grip on that fish. So, yeah, oh, the yeah. release points off that thing's, you know, it makes sense. It makes sense. It's the price you pay for being too strong and good at, at your job. <laughs> uh, Mason, Sharks post game. So which goal did we try to defend the best? that's good mason that's really good i like that a lot oh, i don't want to think about it no i think that's a lot of fun actually uh i'll say we gave you larson come on that is true we did get we did get my boy out of all that rj from Edmonton. that's true although wasn't even technically an expansion i mean it was but he signed there his contract was up so yeah i don't know uh, Tammy, who was at the game, broke a nine-game losing streak being at a Kraken game for nice. Tammy tonight. Uh, McCann was trying to throw it hard, threw it straight up and slightly backwards. It landed about 10 feet behind him. Oh, my God. I got to get the video of that. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to find that. DJ Singleton, does anybody know how heavy the fish is? RJ, have you been, like, around them? Have you seen them? Like, I've close? been around them. I've never actually held one, though. I, mean, I know, like, exactly how allowed? big. They're fairly big. Like, sorry, they're fairly big. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I've never held one. Uh, no, saying are, no, no, no. I said, are you allowed? Not that you're too. Oh, loud. am I allowed? Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You know, if I if I asked, I think the PR is usually pretty nice and helpful. I think they might let me. Yeah, just say that the community wants to know how heavy it is. Um, oh yeah, no. If I, if I tell them that, they'll let me hold. It yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> let's see here. CR Bud Berkey still with the greatest yeet in franchise history. Too bad he hasn't stayed healthy. Very true. Very true. Um, I did get the video of that one. Yeah, that is true. Uh, Lindsay, I'll do a one-for-one -one trade McDavid for Devin Shore. <laughs> Give up on Shorezy that fast, I, Lindsay? I like, I like having Devin Shore around. I don't what? know about that one. What? Um, Lindsay, they put sand in the fish to give it some weight so it's not just plush. That makes sense that you would you would need something like that. That sounds like the kind of detail Allison would like have found and put in her article. Yeah. Uh, Casey's saying like 20 to 30 pounds easy. Whoa. I didn't expect that to be that heavy. No, there's, there's no way. That's like, I'm just the Stanley cup way. Like that. There's no way. 40. It's that heavy. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. Stanley cup's like 40 to 45. I was going to say that seems like a lot for them just to like swing up like this. I've seen little yeah. kids hold them. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, maybe it's, it, maybe they are pumped up like guys who win the That's Stanley true. Cup. A kid supposedly has kid. to catch them. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so they can just like, ah, <laughs> oh, yes. Getting hit with one of those. Oh, 
just flattens them. Yeah. Um, I, I was thinking like a football weight, right? Like seven pounds. That seemed yeah. Right. I, I think I so. could see that. And you know, speaking of speaking of the kids, though, you know, speaking to the young fans, uh, and I did tweet the video of this, but Oliver Bjorkstrand uh, did give uh, a little girl on her ninth birthday a, uh, a stick, and they did a whole like you know trade some candy, and there were several candy options, and he did pick Sour Patch Kids. So there's some information about Oliver Bjorkstrand, and it did take me back to when we had our live commentary. I was trying to figure out what Morgan Geeky was eating and we yes. thought maybe sour patch kids but it, it it gave me the memory and be like okay now i know what a sour patch kids bag really looks like i could sell you for sure that's what it is <laughs> definitely definitely oh man good stuff um bahrain saying there's a 2021 article that says a little over half a pound so there we go okay uh love that uh mason do we have any update on tanev i know he was at morning skate today yeah, no update on Tanev. I mean, he's just working through his progression. And, you know, Haxtell's not going to usually tell us a whole lot until he's actually back. Um, but he did say it is progress. So he uh, last practice beforehand, he was skating just by himself before practice. And then at morning skate today, he spent a little bit of time with the team at morning skate before actual drills and anything started. So that's kind of just that next level toward his return. But he is skating. We'll keep an eye on him. He was in a red no contact jersey, so he's not ready for contact yet. Uh, but, you know, he's working his way back. I think that original timeline is probably still going to hold true. Yeah, that's good to hear. Uh, got a couple of jersey things here. Um, Cameron, I can't wait to see our winter classic jerseys. Any idea when those might drop? Uh, don't know when those will drop. Uh, actually did, did a little bit of digging today to try and find some information. Didn't come up with anything. I'm sorry. But uh, I tried. One thing I do know, though, is they they do exist. The design has been chosen like that's all locked in. They've done a photo shoot with them. So uh, that yeah, that's already happened. So like it's got to be somewhat soon, I would think. Definitely. Oh, that's fun. And then Aaron, random observation. A number of players didn't have the muckle shoot patch on their jerseys for at least part of the game. Um, I would assume generally when stuff like that happens, it would you must have just like ripped off. Right. Yeah, maybe. I didn't notice that. That's interesting. I got to go back and look. Yeah. Uh, let us know. I mean, if you happen to remember, Aaron, I, you definitely don't need to. If you remember the players or roughly win in the game that was, uh, let us know. That would be good. Um, we can we can go and find that. Damage case just got home from the game. It was so fun tonight. I could imagine. Glad you were able to be there. Must have been fun. And also, I got an extra Forsland bobblehead. I'd trade for an Eberly bobblehead. So there you go, everybody. If you're if you're interested in something like that, we'll bobblehead market know. there. Yeah, I actually I did it. get a Forsland bobblehead. I don't usually go grab the bobbleheads, but I had to check this one out. I mean, just it's so fun the talking bobblehead. Uh, yeah, it's got the hey hey, what do you say? And that's Kraken hockey, baby. Those are the two that I've heard. That's from what it. you want. That's what you yep. want. Um, let's see, Al. Whatever happened to Joey Decor is still in the system. Tradable, maybe Jones. Uh, Joey Decor is leading the way. He leads the team and wins right now. I mean, he is crushing it. I, I mean, I'm, I'm taking this question at face value. Joey's absolutely crushing it, forming a great tandem with Grubauer. We actually talked about this earlier, RJ, the, the tandem that they have right now with those two guys. And I was talking about, and I'd love your opinion on this. This feels like the first time Philip Grubauer's had a goaltender who plays roughly the same style as him. Right. And just the way they track the puck, the way they try to be square, they like to play up at the top of their crease instead of maybe like a Martin Jones who's very far back in his crease. And so um, I think that's really interesting. I got to imagine that's going to allow them to help each other out with some tips and tricks. It makes things easier on uh, Coach Briere having to coach them because he's not having to coach two completely different styles of goaltender at the same time. Uh, do you have any thoughts on that? 
Yeah, I do think there is something to that. And we've noticed the differences in year one between Grubauer and Drieger and how they played. And same thing with Martin Jones. I think, yeah, Grubauer and Decor just kind of have a similar build, right? And they, they play similarly in that way. I mean, you have the puck playing element for Joey that you don't really have for Grubauer. But when they're in the net, you know, as a defenseman, you can kind of treat it pretty much the same. You know where the goalie's going to be positioned in the crease. I, I think that's a really good point. Yeah, Rebecca's saying, notice Grubauer was missing the patch but had it later yeah that makes sense that you know stuff happens in there yeah you know you're moving a block or it might kind of yeah. tear at it a little bit um let's see and i could easily see them like while plays going on or during a tv timeout going over to the bench and an equipment guy just ripping it off so that it doesn't fall off on the ice and then yeah you don't want to you don't want that you don't want it hanging off dangling loose yeah yeah, so I, I got to imagine that's probably what it was. Casey said, fun to think about them swinging 20-pound salmon over the glass, though. I mean, it is. Fun. It was a lot of fun to think about yeah. that. Not going to lie. Um, Edward, funny, heard an ad on the radio broadcast saying Team Store was the only place to get a jersey with the patch. And I was like, don't think that's the selling point. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I did do some digging into that. Yeah, it sounds like, well, I think also through the Team Store online, it, it all comes with the patch, too. Okay. I, I don't mind it. I mean, again, it matches what they're wearing, right? If that's that's the the idea. Um, let's see. But I I do understand as like damage cases saying you want a jersey without an ad on it. Yeah, yeah. You you're not paying to to be advertising. They should be paying you to advertise mm -hmm. for them. That's how that's how it should work. Uh, damage control. Uh, damage case. Excuse me. Also saying uh, country band was pretty good tonight. So that's fun. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was a fun uh, change of pace too with like the I think it was like 80s cover band to start and the 90s cover band and then uh you know the country band it was nice. Yeah, that's good. Aaron, they all had him in the third but for at least part of the game Beniers, McCann, Schwartz and Grubauer didn't have it. Awesome. Thank yeah. you for that, Aaron. Um good night Pablo. Uh Decor seems like leaving the net seems to like leaving the net a lot uh, like he gets bored staying in one spot. Yes, he likes to play the puck. That is yeah. that is the difference between the two of them. He will go on his yeah. adventures. <laughs> and if you believe Vince Dunn, it's it's a good thing. I mean, Vince Dunn says like having another defenseman back there. He seemed to feel really positively about it earlier this season. So yeah, uh, Ty saying Brian got a Cartier jersey that came with the patch. So yeah, it does sound like because uh, then that would have been online um, for sure. Ty also that first period, the beautiful game, momentum is key, and they turn the tide perfectly. Love it. Yes, I mean, this This written was all about momentum, RJ, and keeping it going. I started that off with you. That's how I did the uh, the segue to talk about flat stick earlier. But it, it really is. It is the word of the day, right? If we are if we go full like Sesame Street, that is the word of the day. It's momentum. I like it. Momentum. M is for momentum. Uh, yes. Yeah, it was, it was hard to get the momentum going earlier in the game, too, with all the penalties and stuff. That's something Haxtell talked about, something the players talked about, too. Uh, but, you know, when you get the Kraken, just having more five-on-five -five time, you know, they know what to do with it. <laughs> Which is funny to say, considering they, you know, gave up five power plays. Um, <laughs> and had four about, of their own. Have you guys talked about Lars taking out Nyquist's teeth? No, we actually haven't. That's a good point. We didn't. Okay, well, we up. need to talk about that. Do we know? Um, we don't need to talk uh, about my boy doing crimes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but, you know, Grubauer, the, the gentleman he is, was going over there to make sure that, you know, he collected Got all of his all. teeth. Yeah. So and he, I need to talk with him after that game about that, too. He's like, yeah, I was just going over to see, like, you got all of them? And it turns out he did. <laughs> 
I can just imagine him saying that too. It's got like in his voice and yeah. everything. It's really perfect. Um, it's tough, right? They're the same color of the ice. This goes back to the whole thing of technically, from a broadcasting standpoint, under the ice should be painted black and the puck should be white. It would be easier to see on television. We all know this. And then it would also have the added benefit of you'd be able to see your teeth on the ice when they get knocked out. Yeah, one of the arguments that we've had for years, certainly. Yes. Um, I guess that is that is one advantage of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, that's that is good stuff there. Um, let's see. Circling Seattle Sports Team Day off tomorrow. Maybe they can help Nyquist find the rest of his teeth. Uh, traditionally, yeah. when you do lose something on the ice, the place to check is in the Zamboni sludge just off. Yeah, that's, somewhere in there. Yeah, pick through that. Lots of uh, lots of stories. Yeah, lots of stories of, of things being found in there. Uh, yeah. Mason, Borgen with another solid performance tonight. One thing I noticed that I hadn't seen before from him is how vocal he is getting on the ice, was barking almost every time he was out there. I love that about him. Yeah, absolutely. He is a very vocal player. He talks a bunch. You can often hear it up from the press bridge, too. It's it's great. I mean, still, you know you know, I like Will Borgen. You know I'm a fan of his game. That's another yeah. thing that I really like about him. And also, the speed. Dylan, I don't know. If you, uh, yes, you yes, I was going to talk about it. Checked in the first period, twenty-three miles an hour. That's the third fastest any defenseman has gone in the NHL this season. Sneaky fast, Will Borgen. I love it. I was just going to say, who had that? Like, you know, fastest defenseman on this team, Will Borgen. I, yeah, it's, I'm because we didn't get him after the game, of course, and like Haxtell, you know, you want to ask things about the game generally. Of course, you couldn't. He was too fast. Yeah, that's true. It's too Couldn't fast catch him. There, right? Well, next practice or morning skate, what, well, I guess morning skate then because they're taking the day off tomorrow. I got to ask Morgan about that because apparently like Jay Fresh put a, a rankings thing out there by yeah. most like 18 plus mile an hour bursts and Morgan was up there in like the top 15. So I, I'm not surprised, but like I, I've got to ask him about that. Definitely, definitely. Or Maddie. Maddie might be fun to ask about that too. Oh, that's that is true. Uh, Maddie would probably have some nice joke about him being fast on the ice, but not in Mario Kart. Uh, Lindsay, Billy Borgs with the sneaky hands and the sneaky wheels. What a stud, indeed. He's fantastic. I've been telling player. you. Yep, definitely, definitely. Oh man, uh, Baka would have left my teeth there. <laughs> I think you, can, you stick them in some milk. You can maybe get them put back in later. Uh, it's, a, it's a tough one. I just felt yeah, like nobody was going over to him for a while before Grubauer came over to him. And a lot of the comments on that tweet too were like, how humiliating. You got to just pick up your own teeth off the ice. Like no one's even offering to help you. Yep, definitely. Uh, love this from Ty too. We have a dude on our beer league team that we've been calling wheels. He thinks he's fast. It's because he's fast. It's because his bag has wheels. <laughs> that... You will get shirt for that 100% in beer league. Yes, I was just going to say. Unless you're a goalie. That's the one way you get away with it. Yes, that is the like, that's that's like the most quintessential beer league like story i've heard <laughs> so, so you call the guy wheels he thinks he's fast it's because he's because he's not carrying his bag <laughs> like, love, love it. it love it love it love all of you love everybody joining us for this post game live love the fact that the kraken got another 4-2 win love the fact that it's brought to us all by flat stick pub uh again everybody i mean Nights like tonight, we know Patrick was looking to meet up with people, celebrate the win. You can head to that South Lake Union location, show them your ticket to the Kraken game, get a dollar off beer to celebrate, or before the game, if you, you know, maybe it's a weekend game or you get off work early, not working today, you can go pregame, get 
percent off games including things like mini golf just fun stuff just saying uh so definitely go check out one of the uh one of their six awesome locations around washington thanks everybody Next for joining on a saturday That's perfect true. time yes and it's saturday and weekend game Yep, yep, and it's not like a matinee one either, where like it's gonna really mess up your plans and yeah. everything. And you watch the UW game, watch the UW USC game. It's a big college football game too, right before the Kraken game. You can just lead one into the other. Yep, do it at Flatstick Pub. Sounds good. Thanks everybody for joining us for this one. Uh, can't wait to uh, catch up with all of you on Saturday after the Flames game. Should be a lot of fun. So we'll see you all then. <laughs>